Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Uh, we have partnered with BetMGM. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different uh, offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now let's hear the great Shane Diefenbach with a disclaimer. Disclaimer 21 plus the wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369 New York. Call 1 800 Next Step Arizona. 1 800 522 4700 Kansas, Nevada. 1 800 327 5050 Massachusetts. 1 800 Bets Off Iowa. 1 800 270 7117 for confidential help Michigan. All right, now, joined by Jason Shear, I am Mike Luke, and just so everybody knows, this is not an Alabama hat. This is an Atlanta Braves hat. Kenny Abbey, that's a shout-out for you right there. All right, now, joined by uh, by Jason Shear, I am Mike Luke. Shear, Carter Bryant has committed. We're going to talk a lot about um, uh, Arizona basketball and what this this means for the next, uh, well, for this weekend, but... Carter Bryant shows that Tommy Lloyd at 61 and 11 still has an idea of what he's doing in life. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a nightmare if Carter Bryant woke up that morning and changed his mind, but um, Arizona was the leader of this recruitment for a long, long time. Tommy Lloyd got the job done. All of a sudden now you look at their 2024 class and it's one of the best in the country. Um, We can criticize Tommy all he wants, but he has a way of, of going about things and more often than not, it's successful. All right, so we had your boss on, Eric Bossy. Get what I'm saying right there? Get the get the pun? It's funny. It's all right. I know. I guess you weren't impressed. But um, all right, Eric Bossy, though, said he's like, you know, here's the thing. It's probably not a strategy that I would necessarily employ, but he's like, you got to remember, the man's 61 and 11. Anybody that talks to him for five seconds knows that he knows what he's talking about. He gets stuff, and, you know, it might not be perfect along the way, but he's going to figure things out, and he did figure these things out, Jason Shearer. Yeah, I mean, it's – look, it's it's his job, right? (laughs) It's his job to figure this stuff out. And, um, you know, it's always funny, like – no one wants to win as much as the head coach. Like fans are nuts and all that, but these guys' lives like depends on making these moves and doing it right and all that. And he went out and he said, "We're going to get Carter Bryan and we're going to make it look this way." And and went out and did it. And for the 2023 class, it may be a little more shaky, but his 2024 strategy, I think, is is very clear. They're going to offer a point guard and try to get a point guard and and move from there. 
All right, so we got to talk about these then. So we've got, all right, so you got Carter Bryant in the fold. You got Jamari Phillips in the fold. I think 24 7 is woefully undervaluing Jamari Phillips right there. I believe that he's going to be a five star player at the end of the day. And the great Eric Bossy said that he could definitely see that being an option. Why are you guys behind the ball on Jamari Phillips? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not in charge of the stars. I'm going to watch him this weekend. I'm going to get back to you this weekend. I haven't seen him in like a year. It's been a while. So let's see how he performs this weekend. And I am always a man of honesty. So I will tell you if he deserves that fifth star or not. All right. So last time we were at the EYBL, it was a very big loss for Jason Shearer. Should we tell the story now or later? That wasn't EYBL, though, was it? Oh, that was up in Phoenix last year. Doesn't matter. So here's the story. There's no L, though. He hasn't played yet. There is an L, and we will talk about this. Jason Shear and I are watching Cody Williams by uh, – what's 24-7 rank Cody Williams right now? Uh, top 10, let me see. All right, uh, yeah, I'll, 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 let you, I'll let you wait, or I'll let you uh, go ahead and figure that uh, out. We have him at eight. Okay. Jason Shear and I are watching the same player, and Tommy Lloyd is there, the Tommy gun. He's there, and I said, man, you got to offer him. And Shear says – Eh, I don't know. I'd wait. I'd see. Uh, I'd wait to see what uh, what else they got going on. Sheer, this guy's a top ten player, so you don't necessarily offer top ten in state players. Is this true? Uh, I offer guys that I think are going to be good in college. If Cody Williams isn't good in college, I win. If he is <laughs> good, you win. I think it'd be solid. I think it's a still a weird choice though. But you would have offered him in hindsight, probably. Yeah. All right, so you, you actually give that one right there. All right, fair enough. Uh, I'm just giving Sheer a hard time right here. All right, so now, uh, so you got Carter Bryant, you got Jamari Phillips. This to me is a class that could, and we've talked about this before, and I'm going to keep using this example right here. And Palmer Hoffman and Andres, we got you coming up here in a minute, but I'm going to keep using this example right here that I do believe that. This uh, 2024 class is where we're going to know exactly where the Tommy Gunn is as a recruiter. Because, again, he'll have had two or three years to be able to get all of the relationships, to be able to get all of the foreigners that he wants to be able to get, and all of the domestic recruits as well. 2024, this needs to be a top five to ten class. And it will be. 100%. That's the class. You give him time. He's got multiple years to recruit guys. He knew about Carter Bryan early. They knew about Jamari Phillips early. They're on point guards early. They may add some more point guards to the you know recruiting fold. But this is a class where he has to hang on to these guys. He has to add to it. You want to see it heavily domestic-based, which it likely is going to be. And, and I think that will be when we start judging Tommy Lloyd and saying, okay, maybe this guy can recruit. All right, now we got to talk about Don Thomas. We're going to talk a lot of point guards here, right here. The great Palmer Hoffman says, uh, um, "Is uh, Arizona still in a good spot for Don Thomas?" I'm going to be. I'm going to try to be the bearer of bad news, and you tell me where I'm wrong. I don't believe Arizona is going to get to Don Thomas. I believe he ends up at UNLV or Houston, but that doesn't mean that Arizona doesn't have other good options. Jason Shearer, am I being stupid? I don't think you're being stupid, but he he's an interesting case because. I've heard every school leads from involved. I heard UNLV. I posted UNLV a week later. I heard, well, maybe it's not UNLV. Arizona is doing really well now. It's, it's, it's difficult. It really is. And now you have to keep in mind and consider, hey, now that Ryan Nemhart's not coming to Arizona, 
does D-Dam Thomas want to go in December and become a starter or play legit minutes for Arizona? And, and, and you know, and so um, I, I get what you're saying. The odds are probably against Arizona, but I don't think it's impossible that uh, that he would go to Arizona. All right, the great Jacob Franklin. If you could pull up the Dedon Thomas highlights right here, we'd like to be, uh, be able to see these. This is what I like about this guy. And Sheer and I were watching him last year. And the great thing about Jadon Thomas is, um, unlike Zoom Diallo, and this isn't a diss, Jadon uh, Thomas to me is a multi-year player. He's not going to be a guy that just steps into college and immediately is like, hey, he's a one-and-done, a Brandon Jennings type, even though Brandon Jennings didn't go to college. But, you know, um, I like I like him a great deal. Um, and I think that it, if you're a college coach, you actually might prefer him because you're probably getting two or three years out of him, Sheer. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the difference between him and Zoom. Is Zoom's probably one and done. Zoom's a point guard that could play shooting guard, that could probably play small forward if you needed him to. Meanwhile, Deion Thomas is a point guard. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could play him off the ball, but it would be in a, a two-point guard type of system. Um, I like him a lot. You know, he's a multi-year guy. He's a winner. Uh, his whole approach is great. He's smaller, but he doesn't play small necessarily. He's a guy where, you know, you look at him and go, You prefer oh, him over Zoom Diallo. Yes. You did? No, you do. You do. Yeah, 100%. And and I'm not complaining if I get Zoom Diallo, but if I had to choose between one or the other, I'm, I'm taking D-Dan Thomas for a few reasons. Here's the deal. When you're at these, when you're at these tournaments – Getting to sit next to myself and Jason Shear and with the great Bruce Pascoe that comes into the equation as well. I mean, let's be honest. We should charge for admission right there. Is this fair? Yeah, 100%. All right, yes. Now, you might say to yourself, where can I possibly watch these guys? Now, the best place that you could possibly watch them, even though I don't know that it would be, be on there, is Fubo TV. Now, here's the deal. You can watch Arizona or Arizona Wildcats on Valley Sports with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. And again, 140 plus channels of sports shows, movies, and news. Jacob Franklin utilizes this. We utilize this as well. It's really, really good stuff. Check it out. And as we know, Jason Shear, what is the convenience store for the people out there? Circle K, obviously. We all know that it is Circle K. You could maybe see back the A Ray there at some point. Here's the deal with Circle K, though. You can go to the nicest areas in Tucson, the toughest areas in Tucson. You'll find a Circle K. Now, Jason Shearer and I have talked about this before, where on the intersections, though, let's be honest, Oracle and Grant, tough area, right? Or let's say grizzled area. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I respect it. All right, yes. Guess what you find there, though? Circle K. Or you go up to Lawn Cantata, where uh, Jason Shear hangs out in his spare time. Circle K. Now, now you might say to yourself, Mike, where can I find all the information? Check out the show notes and the link in the description. Make sure you're not missing out on this great stuff. Head to circlek.com backslash store locator to find Circle K's near you. All right, back the A-Ray. We don't agree with you, but we still love you right there. Okay, now. Let's get to the uh, the rest of this class then. T- uh, 2023, and then we're going to talk 2024. Um, how are we filling this class out? Uh, because I have heard no names from anybody <laughs> with 2023. Honestly, I've heard no names. I, I don't know. I hate, And you know how much I hate saying that. I'm not the type to, to guess or make stuff up to make people feel better. Uh, I don't know. I, I know they're in on Olivier. 
from Tennessee, but the last I heard, um, there's rumors now that he's just going to go pro, whether that's the NBA or, or back home. Um, all right. Now, uh, yeah. all right. Now, Palmer Hoffman said, am I correct in saying uh, there's no validity to uh, the reports of Zoo considering uh, coming back? You are right, but it's not because of Bear Down You. Uh, Bear Down You is still saying that there is a million dollar offer for Arthur Kaluma. They're wrong about this. Um, go ahead, Jason Shearer. Zoo's always considered coming back. It's always I've been a- heard. <laughs> I've heard though that I uh, heard this last night as well that there is a there is a ver- there is a legitimate chance that uh, Azulis Tabellis does come back because I don't uh, people around the program don't expect that uh, his NBA tryouts to, or tryouts uh, whatever you want to call it to go well and there's a legitimate chance that he comes back. Yeah, I mean that's always been the case, and you know it's his workouts probably aren't going to go well, right? He's he's not going to athletically. He's not an NBA player, in my opinion. So the the option was usually does he go maybe try to get in late second round and get a promise there? Probably unlikely. So then what does he do? Does he come back to college and make two fifty, or does he go to Europe and make whatever? But his college career is over and. I'm sure that Arizona's offering them 250 or whatever to come back for another year or whatever is the case. And it's always been a consideration mm. how likely it is remains to be seen based on his feedback and testing and all that. Now, my tweet caught the world by storm right there when I said maybe the Tommy Guns idea is to go into next season with seven scholarship players. And you can spread the NIL out around many guys. Azulis Tapelis gets a bigger NIL. Do you think that factors in here? Uh, I mean, look, Ryan Emhard NIL has to go somewhere, right? And, you know, I, we noticed Dylan Anderson. Bike he's getting paid. I told you he'd get paid. Kylan Boswell has a, a new deal. I don't remember what it, what it's with, but he's got another deal going. And seven guys, why not? Depth is overrated. Just roll it out, baby. Right. By the way, uh, the rabid fan base did not almost lose Carter Bryant. He was always coming to Arizona. His father is a, his father is a man of the cloth or – Man of the cloth. His father is a fantastic. <laughs> I was going to say his father's a preacher. I will say this though: the reaction to Ryan Nemhard was not unnoticed by that family. But, I don't yeah, think it was sure. a bad thing, but they were very aware of how Arizona fans were reacting. Well, but let's be honest here a little bit. I mean, I understand where and what you love about Arizona fans though is that they are passionate. They're all like, like Kenny, like Kenny Abbey right here. Nice hat, Mike. Again, not an Alabama hat. A uh, an Atlanta Braves hat right there, but um, you know Arizona fans are passionate, and let's be honest, Ryan Nemhard was a loss. It's okay to be upset. Now again, if anybody that went out there and said that Tommy Lloyd doesn't know what he's doing, well, they don't know what they're doing. But it's okay to be upset. Well, I think there's upset, and then there's like upset. <laughs> like it was okay to be upset, but there are some people that were like it was a little bit much, and I think that was noticeable when Tommy Lloyd was trending on Twitter <laughs> whatever. But yeah, I mean, you got to like it. You know, you, you'd, you'd be better off at a fan base that overreacts versus a fan base that just doesn't care. Correct. Yes. So we're not ASU around here. We're Arizona. We actually care about athletics. Is this fair? Yes. Okay. Now I've had many people ask me about this and I'm going to ask you about this as well, because you and I disagree on this one. Jaden Bradley, you would not offer Jaden Bradley because you don't think he's good. I would take Jaden Bradley, Alabama point guard, ex five star recruit. I would take Jaden Bradley right there. You would not take Jaden Bradley. Is this correct? 
Well, I don't know. At this point, I think I would probably take it. Probably. You only got seven players, homie. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like at this point, yeah, I probably would take Jaden Bradley. And if it doesn't work out, the next year, let him enter the portal again. But yeah, no, I, I would take him. I'm, I'm not high on him as a starter, but um, you can probably make it work. I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's as good as some people think he is. But with the way the roster is constructed now, the guards in the portal, the backup point guards, et cetera, um, I'd probably take him. Not a huge fan of him. I, I, you know, if Arizona doesn't offer him or get him to me, it's not the end of the world, but, uh, but I get, I get both options, but yeah, I'm if all right. Him, but- all right. So KB Thiel and Kenny Abbey both agree with you here and they're both wrong. I love both of these guys, but they're both wrong right here. Jason Shear. He said, uh, Jaden Bradley is not good. He is wrong about that. And do we have any updates on Arizona baseball? Yeah, they're beating awful teams. That's the biggest. No, that's not what I asked. I have a bet, Mike. We have remember we had a discussion. They play Oregon State this weekend, and I told Mike if they win this series, I will go on Twitter and I will say that Chip Hale is doing a good job of turning this thing around. Will you apologize to Chip Hale for all of the uh, for all of the negative publicity you're giving him on a daily basis? No, he still sucks, but. (laughs) <laughs> One baby steps, baby, baby steps, Mike. All right, okay, we're gonna be and Kate and uh, Kobe Thiel, you're gonna be on that as well, right there. So again, we are going to take it. Uh, we're gonna take advantage of that. Okay, now you might say to yourself, Mike, I'd like to find a place to go watch these games. Jason Shear, a lot of people are asking that. Where could I find a place to watch these games? Thanks for asking. Tap and bottle, the tap and bottle watch parties. The great Kenny Abbey, KB Thiel has been there. Uh, Jacob Franklin has been there in spirit before. He has not actually shown up, but he has been there as well. Check it out. Downtown location or the Northwest location. Really good stuff. Again, Scott and Rebecca do a great job. Uh, we're very proud to be partnered with them. Chip Hale, I would assume, likes Tap and Bottle because Chip Hale is a man of the people and he's really good at what he does. So, again, check it out. Tap and Bottle. All right, Jacob Franklin, if we could pull up that snazzy new graphic that uh, Sean DePaz just made. Um, where we're looking at certain players right here that Arizona is looking at. All right. Um, we've been over uh, the top four for uh, quite a while. Elsie Harrington is a guy that impre- or intrigues me a great deal. Uh, about 6'4", 180, obviously. Um, twenty twenty five kid, but a guy that I like what Arizona is doing because they are in on him early, Jason Shear. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a legit combo guard, good height at 6'4". Um, Arizona hasn't offered. I, he's one of these kids that are going to get a bunch of offers. He really, I think he only has like two offers right now. That'll change over the summer. But why is that? I don't understand. I don't understand that because when I watch him and talking with some people around the program, he looks like a guy that is a yeah. You offer him when you look at him. Yeah, I mean, there, there could be multiple reasons. I don't know. You know, I'm going to watch him this weekend, but it could be that you know some people think those are the two schools that he's just going to you know, USC or UCLA, it could be late bloomer. It could be a bunch of stuff. He'll get more offers, but um, he's the guy that the coaching staff is, is very well aware of. And that Tom, you'll watch this weekend. Giovanni Ruff. I have not seen Giovanni Ruff outside. First of all, that is a fantastic name though. Giovanni Ruff. That sounds like a, uh, I was going to say that sounds like a, uh, somebody that works for rock nation. 
But um, again, a great name though. Like him, like him a lot as well. But I do, I will say this, and I've been saying this to people from uh, day one. By the way, Jeff uh, Gartrell, we will talk about Jordan Dingle. Um, but uh, what I do like about uh, uh, Giovanni Ruff and these players is that the Tommy Gun is getting in on these guys. There's no excuse, in my opinion, for 24 and 25 not to be dynamic classes because Tommy Lloyd is recruiting these guys and he's recruiting them early, Jason Shearer. He's saying, we don't need the transfer portal. We need guys in two years. How about that? Yeah, 100%. There are a lot of 24, 25, and even some 26 kids that he's watching this weekend. Now, of course, it's a matter of offering them, um, but he's at Nike the entire weekend. He'll watch, obviously, you know, Carter Bryant, Jamari Phillips, um, our boy Tunde. <laughs> and, uh, We're going to get to tune day. Right. And then a bunch of younger players. And we'll see. I mean, if an offers don't come after this weekend, I don't know what's up because Tommy's at Nike the entire weekend and we'll be watching these guys multiple times. All right. Now, I got a very good Cord Lopez, very smart man right here. I have a great Tommy Gun story for you right here that Jason Shear and I saw up close last year. Are you guys going to corner Tommy Lloyd for an interview this weekend? No. But I can tell you who will. Bruce Pascoe. So you might say to yourself, Bruce Pascoe, what did Bruce Pascoe do? Well, thanks for asking. So Bruce Pascoe, we're watching a game and Tommy Lloyd. And again, I say this with all sincerity because I love Bruce Pascoe and there's a good chance he's actually listening to this podcast right now. But Bruce Pascoe uh, looks around. He's sitting next to Jason Shear and myself. And then he sees the Tommy gun walking by and he's like, oh, well, I'm going to go, go talk with him. Tommy Lloyd is clearly... (laughs) Tommy Lloyd, who's clearly there to watch basketball recruits, is way too nice of a guy. Bruce corners him and talks to him for about 45 minutes as Tommy Lloyd is trying to watch players. And that is the epitome of why Tommy Lloyd is such a good dude, because we all love Bruce Pascoe, but most people would have told Bruce to buzz off at that point. I'm trying to think. I think Tommy missed the entire game of Devin Williams, which is fine because Arizona wasn't going to offer him anyway. But if Devin Williams winds up being good, will always remember that Bruce stopped Tommy from watching him. Yeah, and it was remarkable, too, because we watching him, because, again, Sheer and I basically stopped watching the game at this point because we were yeah. watching Bruce interrogating Tommy uh, Lloyd on the sideline. And you could tell, like, again, Tommy's a really, really nice guy. And he's like, eh, I'm trying to get out of here. And Bruce just – Bruce kept being Bruce, and that's what we love about Bruce. Every day. Bruce, Bruce never disappoints. Can't stop, won't stop. If there was anything that would be put on the uh, epitaph for Bruce uh, Pascoe, that would be it. Can't stop, won't stop. But all right, now we got to talk about Tune Day right here. Um, Arizona's obviously looking at am a pretty uh, a well. Let's be honest here. A uh, he's a can't miss type recruit. You offer him Cali kid wing. Um, but again, Arizona is very limited in like who they offer. I like this kid a great deal. I hope Arizona offers him and continues to pursue him in the manner in which he sees fit, Jason Shear. Well, Mike, Arizona offered him months ago, so that's good. <laughs> but did you notice my second part about it? <laughs> he's pursued him. Uh, Tommy Lloyd got on a plane with Murph to go watch this kid work out and offered him. That's, that's all I need to know, right? Mm-hmm. Because how many times does Tommy do that? And they were kind of quietly recruiting him. And then Tommy offered a 2025. So, right. you know, they like this kid. Um, they were at all his games last weekend. They're going to be at all his games in some capacity this weekend. He is a 
physical specimen. I mean, he's, he's a one and done. He's the epitome of a one and done. Yeah, like he is a grown ass man. Uh, UCLA and Washington has offered as well. Uh, but he's a guy where you're going to be hearing a, a lot about in, in the upcoming year. So, all right. Speaking of UCLA, we got to talk. We got to give them a little bit of nonsense right here. I love the Bruin report online where they're pretending they didn't want Carter Bryant. Come on, dude. Right. Top five. No, the great KB Thiel messaged me and said that uh, multiple people, and I saw it, and they're like, oh, you know, not that good. They're wrong. They're just mad they didn't get him. There's no better recruiting way to lose. There's no better coping mechanisms for fans than we didn't want him anyway. You've used this before. You've used this with your board before. Not a good fit. I use it it for the people. I use it for the people, though. Uh, I'm going to be very honest moving forward about my taste in recruits. I've decided. Well, you should be. You don't always have to toe the company line right there. I'm not. You have right, my well, word. After this weekend, I'm posting who I would offer. Who you? Oh, the Jason Shear, and you would be. You would put in a disclaimer. Not Cody. Will you should make it the not Cody Williams list. Yeah, I am. These dudes are all better than Cody Williams. Michael. By the way, does Cody Williams play in the NBA? Uh, probably. Yeah. So you don't offer in-state kids that are probably going to play in the NBA. That's what Jason Shear is saying right now. Jacob Franklin timestamped this April 28th, 1057. Jason Shear is saying he just. There's a lot of players that get drafted that you wouldn't want on your team. Like who? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. But there's dudes. I don't want. Would you rather have him or Dakari Allen? Him. What's the Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cody Williams or Dylan Anderson? They're both Perry kids, so I can <laughs> I, I can get out of there. All right, now. All right, now, Gigi Jackson. Yes, Gigi Jackson is uh, – I like Gigi Jackson a great deal, by the way. Oh, big shout-out to Tucson native Bijan Robinson right there. If the Atlanta Falcons are not your second favorite team in the NFL at this point, then you're not doing this one right. Bijan Robinson, uh, salt-of-the-earth guy, and – uh, joking aside, Sheer, this is awesome to see this because, again, this is a kid that uh, does everything the right way, and he reps the 5-2-0. To quote young Jeezy, he puts on for his city. Yeah, uh, the pick makes absolutely no sense for the Atlanta Falcons, but he's really good. And, it, and, and clearly they felt that he was the best player on the board, but forgetting all the strategic stuff, it is, it's awesome. I mean, great kid, great family. You know, did things the right way the entire process, and now gets to see his, his dream come true on TV. It's it, it was really cool. All right, so I was talking with uh, <laughs> so I was talking with uh, Lathan or uh, an ex Sal Point player's pair of father who's currently at the. <laughs> Which player could it be, Mike? Yeah, who's currently playing for a big time power. Five program and i, I asked him the big ten. he might be on the big 10 jason Shear actually didn't think this guy was good and lo and behold he was a starter in his first year at the ohio state university but i asked this i asked this man again we're not giving away any hints or details who we're t- talking about <laughs> but i asked him i was like so what would you do like, you know, like now, like with, uh, with Jed fish. And this is the best thing I can give uh best compliment I can give Jed fish. He's like, we'd have to listen to it. We'd have to really hear, hear him out and hear what he had to say, because 
We didn't really have a choice at that point right there. That is the best thing, the best compliment I could give Jed Fish is that coach or uh, the coaches who did not um, necessarily or players who did not necessarily look at Arizona would now have to look at Arizona because of Jed Fish. And Jed Fish remembers my name now. He did not call me Matt. He called me Mike. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> First of all, I'm, I'm glad you finally made it big in Tucson. He knows you as the back the A guy, which was even yep. And not again, not Matt, Mike. But, yeah, I mean, look, we're not saying Bijan or Lathan would have gone to Arizona, but there was literally no consideration. It was a non-starter with Kevin Sumlin there. And you know that Jed Fish wouldn't just sit there. Like, Jed Fish landing local players is his top priority. And it may come to the point where there's a guy that we may not think locally is all that great, that may be a little overrated or whatever it is, but if he's local, Jed Fish is going to get him. Or at All least right. going to try to get him because of that, and 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 just the the overall mindset and approach is is completely different. All right, we we need to talk about that here in a second. But you might say to yourself, Mike, where could I actually get the official brew of PHNX Sports? Where, Mike? Four, Peak. four Peaks. Now, look at it again. Sheer, put up the four. Put up the four right there. All right, four. Yeah, West Side. So, so again, Four Peaks, the official brew of PHNX Sports. Check it out. You can get a kilt lifter. I was having to tell Toby Thiel one time that kilt lifter is made by Four Peaks. He didn't know that. So um, that's where it is, though. It's great stuff right there. And again, um, it would have. Uh, it was a great time at the PHNX uh, uh, watch party for the uh, the draft. On April 27th, again, great time right there. And again, Jacob Franklin, were you at this? Were you at this right here? Were you producing? Jacob Franklin was at this event, and I can tell you that Jacob Franklin was at this event because you could not miss Jacob Franklin. But again, check it out, Four Peaks, the official brew of PHNX Sports right there. But again, um, now, before we get back to some Arizona basketball, we got to talk about Sal Point again here really quickly. Because there's some people like Chief that just say, don't recruit anybody that's ever at Sal Point. They all stink. He's wrong. And uh, Keona Wilhite is a player that uh, talking with talking with a few coaches, I think is going to be an absolute monster at the uh, – could be potentially be a monster at the college level. Jason Shear, you guys need to get him rated higher on 24-7 because it's going to happen. I will. I have nothing to do with that, but I will I will put my stake in the ground and demand that it happens. He, to me, I'm not saying he's the best player, but he is the best prospect. We might be the best player, but he's the best prospect on that South Point team. And yes, so you're going to – so you're going to rip your shirt off, make the gauntlet, throw down the stake and say Keona Wilhite has to be higher rated or and I'm not leaving here and I'm not putting my shirt back on until this happens. Correct. And I don't even know where here is necessarily, but I'll figure it out. All right. Yes. Okay. Now, getting back to uh, some 20, uh, 24, 25 guys. Now, Sheer messaged me. We got a point guard here. Um, uh Oh, is this Cody James Martin? Oh, wow. Cody James Martin come in right here. With this talk of local football, guys, why would you say Tucson doesn't have any elite basketball talent? Uh, it's not very good <laughs> players. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say, man. Like, uh, the yeah, best. You, you got to keep in mind, too, that um, prep schools don't really exist for football. On the same level as basketball, so when you're yeah, good but at no, but Tucson's not losing. Tucson's not losing kids to the Compass High School, bro. <laughs> I'm just making stuff. Who's 
We have Evan. Evan was probably the. Evan was the last really good player here. Yeah. I'll give you an idea. Jason Majuk, Shear was wrong. Jason Shear was wrong about Terrell Stoglin. We had this yeah. conversation many times. Yeah, I didn't think he'd be as good as he was. All right. Terrell Stoglin stuck out, joking aside, Terrell Stoglin stuck out like a unicorn here in Tucson. I was always wondering, why is he still here? That's the problem. When somebody's watching a really good player in Tucson and you're saying, why is he still here? That's the best way that I can encapsulate the problem with Tucson high school basketball. But like Tucson, I'm trying to remember, who was the like super athletic forward that played for Mountain View? He was originally Oh, the which UNLV. Yeah. And he didn't do anything. Um... What was his name? Um, but I do know who you're talking about, though. Um, um, I'm going to find out. Demetrius Morant? Yeah. Or no, that's T. Morant. Oh, you're right. Am I right? Yeah. He's in yeah. I just look, He's in Romania now. Yeah, he was at Bishop Gorman. Or maybe he played at Mountain View and then transferred to Bishop Gorman. I think that's what it was. Yeah, but either way, I mean, guys like that, and they don't do anything, but they still look like they still they stick out like sore thumbs around here. Okay, now let's get back to some. Uh, all right, we got to talk about LeBaron Falone, aka LeBaron Feline, as Jason yeah. Shear uh, texted me. Shear thought that his last name was Feline, and you asked he messaged about LeBron Feline the other day. I was like, "What are you yes. talking about?" Is they joking aside? So I mentioned him. At uh, I texted him like, dude, we got to get on this LeBron, this LeBron feline guy. He <laughs> BS or BS aside though, great kid, uh, great prospect. Does this mean though that Arizona will actually offer him or not? Twenty twenty four point guard. I have no clue what to read on this uh, commit. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch him this weekend for the first time. We'll see how many games Tommy is on. There's three guys on that team that Arizona is interested in. Um, you know, look, they're they're recruiting Didon, they're recruiting Zoom. So if they offer this kid, just based on Tommy's strategy, you know that A, they think they have a legit shot, and B, he's really good because that's just the way that he recruits. So um, I've heard the kid is really good. I'll see you this weekend. I'll let you know, Mike, first before I – By the way, cut. Cody James Martin right here. Um, that's the name of our group chat. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for answering, guys. Cody James Martin, we will always answer you whenever the, time, whenever the time calls. But no, I am actually uh, I'm in, I'm intrigued by Falone right here because uh, again, bigger kid. Think he probably comes in. You might be a little bit underrated. He also knows not to go to Alabama, so he's got a higher character involved than a lot of these kids. I'm intrigued by that year. Yeah, I'm intrigued a lot. I'm really curious. That team. Is Are you intrigued that he doesn't think about it going to Alabama as well? Shoot or shoot. You know what I say? You know, shoot or shoot. That was good. All right, but go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm always looking for high character guys. But yeah. Jaden Bradley committed to, to Alabama. True. All right, we got to talk about Jaden Bradley because Kobe Thiel, who's left Alabama. He did. Kobe Thiel's smarter than me. Um, and, but I'm going to disagree with him right here. I would offer Jaden Bradley, ex five star uh, uh, point guard, went to Alabama, saw the error of his ways, and then decided to get out of here. You don't like Jaden Bradley. Why don't you like Jaden Bradley? What is your problem with Jaden Bradley? I'm not a big fan of the idea of a Kylan Boswell, Jaden Bradley backcourt. Are you a bigger fan of that, though, than a uh, Kylan Boswell, Philly B backcourt? Well, okay. Now you're pushing it. All I know, look, look, we've got time, Mike. You got to be patient. Look at today. No, we don't have time. We only have seven players. We need players right now. No, look at today. Look who entered today. 
the Dingle entered today. All right, let's talk about Dingle. By the way, not I would not Arizona. He's not. He's going to Kentucky. His dad played for Calipari. He's going to Kentucky or Indiana, probably. I was really hoping you would let me argue about this until I said that his dad his dad has a Kentucky connection. But yes, he's not going to Arizona. I've heard the same thing that uh, you it's have April as well. 28th. It's April 28th and he's entering. There's another right. really good player. He's a big man, but Grant Nelson's probably entering the portal. And he's probably going to Arkansas. We just all have to be patient, guys. Come on. Grant Nelson is the – that sounds like a player that would play at Stanford every single day of the week. By the way, Shearer's got to be off. Shearer had to be off three minutes ago. I'm going to keep him for five more minutes, though. Is that okay, Jason Shearer? Uh, that's fine. But if Brielle gets – I'm I'm scheduled to bring Brielle Chick-fil-A at 1130. So. All right. Well, here's the story. This wasn't Brielle, but this was Aurora. You see my finger right here. You might say, Mike, that looks like a mangled finger. It's because of the sheer daughter right there. Yeah, that's how we roll. She rolled her, she rolled my finger up and mangled it into the card, uh, mangled it into uh, the uh, card window. That was your fault. It was your fault. You teased her. That was not my fault. All right. Cody James Martin (laughs) talking bad stuff about Muss. You lost on Muss, Cody James Martin. Eventually, Arkansas is going to run out of scholarships. That's actually a uh, that's actually a fair point. But let me ask you this though: BS aside, why Musk Musk is getting whoever he wants in the portal? Essentially, I don't understand why Arizona can't maybe not go with the Musk bus approach, but get some uh, uh, you know, Arkansas has got that much money, huh? SEC, man. They have money for everything. Plus, Musk, is take- Musk just tells everyone they're going to play. Tommy, we've talked about how Tommy doesn't do that, but Musk tells everyone they're starting. And for some reason, these players aren't smart enough to figure out that only five guards or only five players could start. He's got six guards on the roster. All right. Connor Johnson, you came in here yesterday. We appreciate your input very much so. The reason, though, again, you said you thought that Arizona the, – the Pac-12 is going to get a $40 million per school deal. Not a chance in the world that will happen. I will buy you a four peaks if that actually happens right there. But again, the reason, though, that it's not going to happen is because it would have already happened. And the news isn't good coming out of there. They're trying to cobble some stuff together. But again, Pac-12 basketball media rights, media deals. Don't listen to John Canzano. You're not in good shape right there, Jason Shear. Talk to him. Is this an Oregon State person? I would assume Connor Johnson is either Oregon State or Washington or Washington State. Those are generally the guys that I look at. Yeah, that, Connor, that you can be sense. honest with us here. We love everybody here, but yeah. I do strike you do strike me as an Oregon well, that's State. That's a beaver as his icon, isn't that a beaver? Yeah. Oh, an Oregon State fan. We were on. All right, we're on to you right there. We're <laughs> on to you right there. Okay, now Coa uh, Pete. Another guy to watch this. Uh, I've been trying to tell people uh, for the longest time. I'm not really breaking any news because he's a top three player in his class. Not like I found him. Hey, I found this kid named LeBron. Um, Koa Pete's a monster, though. Top three player in his class. The epitome of a one and done. Arizona has offered him. Um, so, again, oh, I see what you're saying, Johnson. But uh, Arizona has offered him. So, um, I yes. would. Uh, I'd like to say that Arizona has a chance here. Yeah, I think Arizona is actually very much involved in that recruitment. Everyone is going to offer him. He's going to have his choice. He's going to get offered a lot of money. But I, I do think that Arizona has a, a very 
legitimate shot at landing him. All right. Now, you might say to yourself, Mike, where can I go watch uh, gay, or, uh, uh, day two of the draft? You go to Four Peaks or Illegal Peaks. Illegal Peaks and get a Four Peaks right there. Illegal Peaks has delicious ingredients and customizable options. They're the perfect way to treat your guests to culinary adventures they'll never forget. To book your catering order, head to catering.illegalpeaks.com. Illegal Peaks, your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer, and uh, Pac-12 TV nonsense right there. Okay, now, Connor Johnson, we're going to talk to you right here. Here's all I'm saying. You're getting a lot of bad information from Canzano right here. He said August 6, 2022, TV deal. We are past August 6, 2022. Is this correct, Jason Shear? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Yes. It's uh, it's past that. And there's a reason that it hasn't happened because it's there the money just isn't there. And this is what it's always come down to for me is that if the money was there, if the TV deal was there, um and the exposure was there, it would have already Oregon happened. State, Oregon State fans are very mean to me online. This is not surprising. Connor's not yeah. surprised me here. I'm on to you. Connor, we like you a great deal, Connor. You know what? We break you down with kindness and sure. <laughs> We all right. So again, we're gonna get more, we're gonna get more com- recruits coming out this weekend, correct? Yeah, I got uh I also have some names I haven't reported yet because people steal my stuff. But on Saturday morning, you'll hear some new guys out of Arizona's watching. All right. We're excited for all of that. We will have constant updates throughout. You can also tra- you can also track Jason Shear. All right. Before we got to sign off, Shear, where can they find you? Wildcatauthority.com, at Jason Shear on Twitter, and next to Michael Luke and Bruce Pascoe on Saturday. Oh, and Tommy Lloyd is going to be looking around saying, man, I've got to, I've got to avoid Bruce, but it's not going to happen right here. All right. Connor Johnson, we like you a great deal, but you're getting bad information right there. And again, nothing personal, but Oregon State, I get why you want to keep the Pac-12 together. I totally get it. it. No, I get it, man. It's self-preservation. Nobody wants Oregon State. I get it. I totally get it. Now, Oregon State, before we sign off, Oregon State, would they be the lead dog in the Mountain West Conference? Oh, yeah. Well, no. San Diego State. Yeah, Connor, you could Connor, you would be, you you could still be fighting for second in the Mountain West Conference. We like you there, my guy. All right. Jason Shear, I'm Mike Luke. We are going to be watching all kinds of recruits and I am going to Swain wants us. That's funny. Um, we are going to uh we'll be giving you all kinds of updates. Again, I got to give the uh, got to give kudos to the great Jacob Franklin. Jacob Franklin, hop in here real quick. All right. So generally, here's what happens, and then sure, I'll let you go. Um, I have to put in the uh, show notes the evening before. I did. I spaced on it. My bad. Jacob Franklin, though, I made Jacob Franklin's life much more difficult, though, because I didn't do him until this morning. Jacob Franklin, I sincerely apologize for this. You are the man, my guy. Sheer, you're the man as well. Not as cool as Jacob Franklin, but you're still cool nonetheless. I understand. I respect that. All right. For Jason Shear, the great Jacob Franklin, I am Mike Luke. We will be up at the EYBL. And again, back to the A-Ray, Big 12 or bust. You know what's up, man. John Carlos, we will talk to you tomorrow. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.